So you're thinking about getting an electric bike, but you keep hearing about maybe there's going to be a rebate. Should you e-wait for the e-bait? Stay tuned. So to get people to ditch their cars and lower their carbon footprint, there's lots of new legislation floating around at the state and federal level. A bill has been introduced in Congress offering a rebate of up to 1500 bucks on an e-bike purchase. And here in the Pacific Northwest, there's a Washington State proposal to exempt e-bikes from sales tax, which at around 10% would save hundreds of dollars off a typical e-bike purchase. To get people to ditch their cars and lower their carbon footprint even more than you'd think a bigger rebate would be offered for non-battery bike purchases, right? No, that's not how it works. Okay, so the bill being promoted by a Portland area and NorCal congressman has gotten lots of attention, particularly for something that is right now is mostly a wing and a prayer. There's no actual bill language available for scrutiny and some really crucial details haven't been spelled out. So, you know, it qualifies as a classic trial balloon and unfortunately we know what happens to most balloons. So here's what's been put forward so far in a somewhat sketchy two-page press release that cutely names a potential bill, the Electric Bicycle Incentive Kickstart for the Environment. That's right, the initials spell out e-bike for short. Purchasers of an e-bike, as long as it does not exceed 750 watts, which is actually pretty powerful, and an $8,000 price tag, which is fairly spendy, will get a third of the purchase price up to $1,500 as a consumer tax rebate, uh, similar to what's done with electric cars. So it's primarily aimed at getting car commuters on the two wheels, um, but so far it looks like it would apply to any bike, including EMTBs. The only problem being the 8K ceiling, of course, eliminates a lot of performance mountain bikes from the equation, at least for the time being, until this thing gets put down on ink and paper and negotiated in committee. You know, lots of possibilities do remain open. So why did this idea come up anyway? One clue may be the would-be sponsors. Earl Blumenauer's constituency includes Bike Happy Portland, and he's also co-chair of the Congressional Bike Caucus. So no surprises there. Representative Jimmy Panetta's case is a bit more intriguing. He's the son of Leon Panetta, the former defense secretary, and who's still a big powerhouse in democratic circles. And he represents a district that encompasses the Santa Cruz and South San Jose region, which is known for being headquarters to a number of high-profile bike companies, including you've got Santa Cruz bicycles there, Fox suspensions, specialized bikes, Ibis cycles, and you know lots of bike shops, lots of bike-related enterprises. Specialized in Santa Cruz, particularly, they're among the forefront of e-bike manufacturers, and a lot of their bikes have Fox forks, of course. So California in general and NorCal in particular have been pretty aggressive in promoting the idea that e-bikes should get rebates the way e-cars do. All this may help explain the giant contradiction inherent in e-bike rebates. If the goal really is to encourage people to ride while reducing environmental impact, why not give even bigger rebates to bikes that don't have batteries? With e-bikes, there are environmental impacts. So there's the issue of battery minerals and, and manufacturing, as well as how to dispose of the batteries once they wear out. So nothing's ever perfect in this society, and consistency in lawmaking is a long lost art if it ever even existed. 
So we don't want to be too picky, but beyond the rebate issue, there are some devilish details needing to be addressed here. First, what's the timing? If you buy an e-bike today, will it qualify for the rebate? That's not clear. But if you decide based on this announcement to wait and buy an e-bike, you've probably got a long time coming. Many bills don't get passed until pretty late in the legislative cycle, which could be a year or more in this case. That presents certain problems for the e-bike market, which could freeze up while potential buyers sit it out, waiting for the rebate. To address this problem, the language of the bill could include an effective date that's retroactive to its passage. We'll see. Um, the other risk here is to the non-motorized bike market. Uh, specialized CEO Mike Senior actually gave the act his thumping endorsement. Uh, specialized and other companies may be making the calculation that e-bikes are really the future of cycling, and they're willing to cannibalize their non-motorized offerings as a cost of doing business. Specialized actually hasn't done as well recently in the high-end bike market, um, in the non-motorized high-end bike market, but its uh, electric bikes have done very well. But bike companies may not be willing to particularly advertise that motivation. The E-Bike Act press release contains endorsements from a lot of bike and environmental groups, but nothing from any leading manufacturers. So crystal balling the future of bike sales is a black art in any case, but it, it does seem clear that the way to draw new customers to cycling is through e-bike offerings. I imagine bike makers thinking is that the dedicated non-motorized clientele, you know, the roadies and empty beers, will be there, rebate or no be, rebate or no rebate. In Germany and other places, e-bike sales already outstrip conventional bike sales, and the e-bike market in general is growing far faster than non-motorized. So all this is pretty much speculation until we get more answers. Um, it's even doubtful whether any of these proposals will actually go anywhere. For now, if you're thinking about buying an e-bike, you probably should just take the plunge and hope that if legislation does get passed, you'll sneak in under the inception date. You know, one way or the other though, I hope to see you out on the trail.